Why are you staring at me like that? I like you, Cindy. I'm gonna be around you a lot. Days, nights, weekends, holidays. No, no, you can't. Yes, I can. I'm gonna hang out with you until the end of time. So how many holidays did Arnold really follow Cindy there? Uh, probably, I don't know, a lot of them, I guess. So did he go uh, like 4th of July through Thanksgiving? Was all the, whole all the major ones. I think yeah. maybe Christmas too. Yeah. Did he hit Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the good ones. I, lo- I like to think that it was like a solid year of just Arnold just tailing this girl through all the junky houses and all the shooting up left and right, going to the grocery store. I think that's a pretty accurate portrayal of his obsession with her. Poor young Dominic, he's long gone. <laughs> Well, for all new listeners, this is the Last Row Podcast. Uh, welcome back. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my very good friend, Badway. What up? I want to welcome everybody that's new. Um, for those that don't know, this is the podcast where we watch movies that the critics might not have loved, and we try to find things that we like and their silver linings. If you're looking for us, find us on thelastrowpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at the Last Row Pod. We're on Facebook and Google+. You can get our voicemail on our website. And if you haven't done so and you're enjoying the show, please head on out to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Every little bit counts. Want to thank everyone that's done it so far. Really appreciate all the kind words and all the feedback we're getting. So this week we did the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger classic. The classic. Maybe. Kindergarten Kindergarten classic. Cop. <laughs> Kindergarten Cop. IMDb 6.0, Rotten Tomato 51%, 1990, PG-13, directed by Ivan Reitman of Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters fame. Ivan Reitman. Yes. Also so, twins Ivan Reitman. Yeah, we'll give, we'll give him twins. Yeah, I think he did twins, right? He did twins, but he did Ghostbusters. <laughs> But first and foremost, the, the best movie. Yes. So, uh, break it down really quickly. In this action comedy, unusual circumstances find big, brawny cop John Kimball, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, posing as a kindergarten teacher in order to apprehend major drug lord Colin Crisp. Great name. Underrated major drug lord Colin Great Crisp. Great name. As well as his ruthless accomplice and mother, Eleanor. Crisp? Total mother name. Is, is, is that his real mother? Adopted mother? That's Eleanor Crisp. Crisp. Right? Don't get it twisted. <laughs> While pretending to be a kid-friendly instructor, Kimball falls for pretty fellow teacher Joyce Palmieri. Palmieri. Fake name. Like Chaz? <laughs> Chaz Palmieri. Palmieri. As he battles both unruly children and dangerous bad guys. How accurate is that synopsis? The synopsis doesn't begin to tell the story of what this movie's really all about. And let me ask you, would you, would you describe Arnold... As a big brawny cop. Well, he's certainly big and brawny. Cop? Yes. <laughs> Detective John Kimball. Well, I guess he's not a police officer. I'm a cop. You, he does say, I'm a cop, you idiot. Yeah, he so. does. Yeah, he does. And doesn't he say, trust me, I'm a police officer. He's, so, a, lot, he's a lot of things. So every, every if, you, if anyone has been alive for the past, you know, 15 years that's listening to this show, you've definitely heard the Arnold soundboard. Everyone has to have heard all these Arnold prank phone calls, so yeah. on and so forth, right? I mean, unless you're living under a rock. Yeah. But if you have heard those, you could say that 90 to 95% of the lines on that soundboard are from this film. Right. See. And I'm not complaining about that. But here's my first gripe with this movie, first of many. See, he calls himself both a cop, a police officer, and a detective in this movie. I feel detectives will go out of their way to say I'm not to a cop. tell you I'm not a cop. I'm a detective because they've graduated. Yeah, because it's a it's it's like a it's it's a rank thing. Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah, they're pulling rank on you. Yeah, I mean, I'm no cop or police officer, and certainly not a detective, but I know this. So you said the first of many gripes. Yeah. Now I want to pause for a second here, All and right. I want to ask you 
about that. We always open every show with saying, you know, what were your initial thoughts of this movie? Uh-huh. Have you seen it before? I know you've seen this before. Sure. I know you've seen it many times. It's a very formative movie of my childhood. So let me ask you, when's the last time you've seen this? Oh, man, it's probably it's probably been 10 years, so, I would say. And it is on TV every once in a while. Yeah. It's not uncut, you know, as 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 most movies are better when they're uncut, right? But there's no chip, there's no changes. Let me ask you, since you haven't seen this for a while. Yeah. How did your opinion change and, and did it change? Yeah, well, it did. Well, first of all, I, I this was probably my first quote unquote adult movie, not triple X. <laughs> you know, but more like this is this we can't was like, talk about those. This was a grown up movie for me. I saw it probably on VHS when I was about eight or nine years old. Okay. And first of all, I remember you know the title sequence where they do the chalk underline. Yeah, that sticks in my head. It's like the comic sans yes. like kids font. Yeah, and they they under they underline every actor and yeah. director. Like that was that really stuck in my head. And when I watched that, I got a, a very serious bout of nostalgia. What's the percentage of movies that actually have opening credits these days? Can't be that many. No. You know? Well, I like that this had a opening credits laid over like like the opening rather yeah. than like a like an intro where yeah. like you're wasting five minutes of like CG effects yeah, or like, like cool names. Yeah. Like like the Game of Thrones intro. It's yeah. like an intro. They got a whole thing. Yeah. Song. Like there's none of that. Like get right back into the action. But anyway, and also like I remember very very vividly. The ending of this movie when I was a kid for the first time watching it, like in the bathroom scene where yeah. there's like a it's shootout. It's pretty intense. It's pretty intense. And I remember being scared, excited, titillated, <laughs> all the above. And it kind of like it, it had like it made me think about that at the end and how different I felt this time watching it. Because I feel like I watched it three times. I watched it first when I was really young. Yeah. Then I watched it maybe on TBS one day 10 years ago. In and your, now here I am now. formative years. Third time. Now you're an adult. Right. And... and is this movie geared towards children, towards adults, in your opinion? How it, do you see it? It's hard. I feel like it's geared towards... I feel like this movie is best seen as a child's first action movie. Yeah. It's a good you know? transition. Yeah, it's a transition movie. I watched this movie now, long story short. I don't think I liked it very much, Drew. You didn't like it? I mean, I, I, enjoy, I, I had some fun with it. I don't think I liked it, though. It was what? just okay. So... I, I'm going to take the opposite stance. I still like this movie. It's classic to me. Yeah. And maybe I just like everything, as any of the listeners could probably tell you. I haven't really disliked any movies right. that we've watched so far. Me neither. But in general, I still think this movie's pretty good because I think that there's not a lot of movies that have a big brawny detective right. such as Arnold. Well, he, that, he's the only guy besides The Rock right. that could pull this off. And right. they've been searching. Hollywood's been searching for years for a guy. They tried Vin Diesel. It didn't work. Yeah, no. And now they got The Rock, and now they could do movies like that. What was he in? Like The Tooth Fairy? Tooth Fairy. Didn't work that game well. Game Plan. Yeah, The Game Plan. Yeah. It didn't work that well. You know, but I think there's one and only Arnold Schwarzenegger, and right. anyone that's a fan of Arnold will tell you that. But I still enjoyed this movie. Well, the movie's not without its charms, and certainly it has Arnold, and that's what makes the movie go. Sure. But And I will say, this movie is redeemable. I know how to fix it. Yeah. And we'll get into that later. We'll get into that. Yeah. I also want to preview, because Badway's been nailing these, like, end-of-show games for everybody. So, you know, if you're not making it to the end of the episode, you're really missing out. Yeah. The past few, we've had really good games. Last time with the uh, Roadhouse, he had a really good tough guy line game. We did the Home Alone, Dead or Alive. I've got a game for you today. Oh, you got me a game? Yeah. I've got a game for you. I'm not going to give the details, but it, it has something to do with action movie star names. Oh, I'm going to try to trick you. I'm going to dominate you. So it's stay over. tuned for this. That's coming up towards the end of the show. But for now, I want to ask you to analyze Arnold Schwarzenegger in three different ways. Ooh. Okay. I want to analyze him as a detective. All right. 
And then I want to analyze him as a teacher. All right. And then I want to analyze him as a lover. Oh, for three, man. And I know that sounds very personal, but if there's one thing I know, it's Arnold as a lover. And and then we'll get into some other stuff too. But there's three phases of this film that have Arnold in three different lights. Because the movie's all about Arnold, really. Yeah. The other people don't really matter at all. And you'll see that as you watch this film. If you haven't seen it, I encourage you to watch it. I, it's entertaining. It doesn't hold up as well. They don't give anyone else that much to work with besides no. Arnold. It's got the nostalgia factor for me. But let's get right into it. Let's talk about Arnold as a detective. Because the first thing that I know both of us wrote down, we watched this movie separately, and we both wrote down notes. The first note that we both had was, what, this movie deserves its own film. The beginning of yeah. this movie. The opening of this movie deserves its own film because it's a different film. Detective John Kimball in the opening searching for Colin Crisp in the mall is completely different than Arnold bumbling and fumbling his way through six-year-olds stepping on kids, blowing whistles at kids' faces in the middle of the movie. This is a badass Detective John Kimball. Pretty awesome. I'm going to get my man, John Kimball. He's He's got the beard. He's unkempt. Sunglasses indoors. All day. Waving a gun in public. <laughs> Through a shopping mall. But it's cool. I got my badge. It's not a fake yeah. one like in Jingle All the Way, too. Yeah. Shooting up junky apartments. With a shotgun with like yeah. a scope on it. Yeah. Do you need a scope on a shotgun? Yes. Are you like precision aiming with a shotgun? If you're Arnold, you do. I, think, I thought this was like Call of Duty where you're just firing yeah. from the hip with the no, shotgun. No, Arnold, Arnold shoots the... He, he knows what he's doing. Uh, he's very precise. He's with that like thing. the Terminator. He won't kill you. He looked like the Terminator. He's Terminator too. He, he so, won't kill you. Terminator never had a beard, at least that no. I've seen. And I think that that beard looked pretty badass it on did. him. Yeah, it was. Was, it was that was, a real beard, or did they like? It was kind of like. It was kind of like. Effects. It was kind of light brownish. I, I I think it was real. I think he could grow a beard. He just chooses not to because why cover up that beautiful face, Drew? The one observation that I would say about this, though, the beginning of this film is that. When it's on television, I never see the beginning. Uh-huh. I, I probably have seen the beginning maybe five times, and I feel that it's so underrated. Yeah. The beginning of the movie should be its own movie. Yeah. When you think of Kindergarten Cop, you think of Arnold in a blazer with kids on his ankles. Yeah, and yeah. and it kind of sets up the, the the antagonist of the film, Crisp. Crisp. You know, Crispy. Mr. Crisp. Cullen Crispy. <laughs> Cullen Crisp sounds like a cereal to me. Yeah. It sounds like some type of breakfast, some breakfast item yeah. of some sort. I see. I don't think when his mama named him. I don't think Colin goes very much with Crisp. I don't like the CC alliteration of that name. Yeah, I, I it think doesn't flow. We'll have to get to the name generator of some sort somehow because yeah. I don't think that they really nailed that one. He didn't no. look like a Cullen to me. No, he looked like a Terry. Terry Crisp. But you know what? The the, the family, him and his mother, were kind of putting on airs there. And Cullen's a type of name that's that's a that's a hoity-toity type of name. So maybe it does fit. So he's a drug kingpin, drug lord, according to the synopsis. Yeah. I didn't see him pushing any drugs. No. He I just see looked it. like a guy with a ponytail. I'll tell you what, I didn't see him touch a drug. Only his mom did. His mom touched drugs. With the laced PCP right. or heroin or whatever Cindy shot up. Yep. I don't I don't know. What do you think about this guy? And, and we'll get to him later, but in the beginning, did you, were you scared of him? Did you think he looked like a badass? Did he seem like he was dangerous? Did he seem like a drug well, lord? He, he did. First of all, he had a suit in the shopping mall, which made you made you think he either A, works in the men's department, or B, he needs business. It was like the 90s yeah. suit, too, with the big, big shoulder pads, yeah. Yeah. like the MC Hammer suit. He's got the ponytail going. Is he, that fake hair? Is that real yeah, hair? That's that's a wig. You think that's a wig? That's a total it's a clip-on ponytail? Yeah. yeah, he's buzz-shaven. So he's got the suit on. Then he slips the leather gloves on. Long story short, finds out where his strange son is, and then shoots the informant which Cindy, who we heard in the beginning, 
saw him. Well, it was her boyfriend, or, right? or saw saw the crime in a cardboard box hidden away. I also thought it was funny that that guy tried to fleece him on the price. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, I'll give you the tip. It's gonna cost you, man. It's gonna cost you a thousand bucks." And then he lowered the price to seven fifty. Yeah, and then Crisp shot him anyway. He clearly didn't know he was messing with amateur him. hour. Yeah, total amateur hour. But Arnold's been chasing this dude for how long? I mean, he yeah. lost his wife and his son. You said to me he's married to his job, not his yeah. wife. So y- you learn that Arnold kind of lost his family chasing this guy. He got married to his work, divorced from his family. Kid and mom want nothing to do with it. Mother's remarried. He even says, yeah, she found a really nice guy. He's kind of the father to my son now. Was his name Alex? I think his name is Alex. Alex. That sounds like a name of yeah. his kid. So Arnold's got this empty void in his life. It needs to be filled by Catch and Call and Crisp. I feel like the beginning of this movie is one of the best intros to any movie, and it's kind of wasted on this film because you don't really see what happens from that. You, it just yeah. builds him up as this badass guy that's going to go yeah. shoot up junkie apartments and, and whatnot and not take any prisoners. Right. I mean, he pretty much blasted the, the cinder block and glass table. <laughs> How I, ridiculous was that? I will tell you, does it remind you of anyone? Maybe we did a podcast a couple weeks ago about Garden 60 Seconds. Yeah. About Mr. Castleback. Yeah. He had strong feelings about him. He was a terrible detective. Similar. He throws caution to the wind. He'll, he'll uh, blow up the city to catch his man. Yeah. He will disregard other police instructions protocols and everything also, yeah in order to catch his man it, he's it's ruining his life yeah that he's trying to get this white whale that he can't catch is john kibble a bad detective yes i think no? he's a terrible detective i think he's a bad detective has he ever caught anybody in his life no we haven't seen it but i don't believe it because maybe he's new to being detective that's why he took the he didn't take the cop he was like a patrolman before yeah you as, know? as an insult the well, cop label and I thought it was funny when he had Chris basically, you know, dead to rights in the shop, a shopping mall. Yeah. He goes and pulls out the badge and he says, I'm a cop, you idiot. And yeah. he pulls his badge out and you get these bumbling police officers that's like, oh, I'll call this in. I'll check on it. Yeah. They didn't believe him. Now, when's the last time you didn't believe a guy that's shoving a badge in your face? Yeah, all you have to do is flash it. If, 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 if we learn nothing from movies and TV shows, if you flash your badge, you're a cop. I mean, in Jingle All the Way, he had a toy badge. He, did. he pulled it out. There was that. Those were a lot of detectives yep. in there. These are like mall cops. Yeah. That's what the detective should have. Hey, let me see that badge. Uh, I got to quote our friend Ty. I mean, Paul yeah. Blart Mall Cop. Yeah. Literal mall cop for these guys. When do mall cops have guns, by the way? They should give them tasers, and, and they weren't on segways, I guess, at the time. I don't want to go to that mall. They didn't have them, yeah. but I think he's a terrible detective. A terrible detective. We, we established that much. Can't get his man. You got to be able to nail Crisp to something. Yeah. All these, all these TV shows and movies where they're building the case against the big guy. I mean, I'm no police officer. I don't mean to step on any toes, but there's got to be a way. I, there has to be and they way. had him so they had him but he gets out because cindy dies yeah. so, and we find that later so he thinks he has him on murder one because he's cindy got, finally yeah, agrees to he's talk. got the witness to the murder in, in the mall back room but of course he gets out because he finds a way to kill his only witness blah 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 but they should have been protecting her long story short bad detective work once again yeah so but he winds up becoming this teacher from circumstance of He's got to work undercover with his partner now. Yes. Uh, O'Hara. O'Hara, right? which I, I can't tell you the name of the... who. What's her name again? It is... I can't remember. Let's see here. Penelope Ann Miller? No, that's Joyce. No, it's the, it's Leslie Nope's mom from Le- Parks and Recreation. That's right. Leslie Nope's mom from Parks and Recreation. It's Rec. Leslie Nope's mom. Whatever her name is. doesn't matter. But she she's the, the, the partner that he gets assigned. He says, I work yeah. alone. And it's funny. She's, she's the comic relief of the duo. Yeah. You would think they give Arnold wacky stuff to say, and he does. 
she's the comic relief. She's always eating. She's always got a smart alecky thing to say. She's got quips. Well, he was pretty straight laced in the beginning. They try to paint him as this very stoic, very, very aggressive cop. Yeah. And she was the comic relief, like you said. And it, it, right. she's goofy and all over the place. You know, she gets sick. She starts throwing up yeah, on the poisoning. plane. Right. I mean, also, by the way, where were the kid's parents behind them on the plane when he breaks that pencil and he <laughs> says to the kid, see this? This is you. This is what I'm going to do to you if you don't stop. I love that, by the way. I, by the way, I will take full credit for this going back to my childhood after watching this movie. I was like one of the first kids in my class to see this movie. Yeah. And like whatever, I was in third grade or something. So I would pull that move. It's a really badass move to break your pencil break the with a thumb. Right. So I would do that. <laughs> And people would be like, whoa, that's so awesome. And it was like, that was such an awesome move. Again, as a little kid, little things like that stick in your head. I remember that. I remember being in a classroom in third grade doing that. Like Arnold tip you off. Right. Yeah. He showed you how. Yeah. This movie, this movie is very near and dear to my childhood. But as my adulthood, no, not so much. So basically, how does he become a teacher? He gets this tip that his, Colin's ex-wife is hiding out in Astoria, Oregon. Yes. This nice Pacific Northwest little town. It actually looks like that if you Google it. Oh, but maybe we should say the quick plot that isn't really described in the synopsis yeah. that was so poorly written. <laughs> Not by us. Thanks a lot, Google. Yeah. <laughs> so Colin's after his, his kid, his estranged kid and ex-wife, trying to kidnap this little kid, Dominic, a.k.a. he calls him Colin Jr. Is that his real name or does it he have a fantasy is. of him it being pro- Colin Jr.? No, actually, no, it's probably a fantasy. Because he says, yeah. oh, she changed yeah. the name. So she ran away, not to witness protection, not with help of the cops. She just ran. She bolted. That's ridiculous. And and the rap on her is everyone thinks that she stole $3 million in drug money. Like, that's what that's what the police think. So the, the job is to go to Oregon, find this woman. There's a there's a kid in one of the in the kindergarten school in Astoria that has a mother who's single, who has $3 million sitting on drug money, $3 million. Find the wife, get the $3 million, offer immunity in exchange for crisp on a silver platter. It sounds pretty good, doesn't it? It's it, and, uh, in theory, it sounds like a good movie. But the execution of it, I guess, I can. Yeah. I'm starting to see what you're saying. Right. I'm starting to come. I'm starting to come along. I, here. I read a review uh, on one of the Rotten Tomatoes pages. I forget that it was. I think it was from the New York Times. Said this: um, the movie is great in theory. It's a bunch of great ideas that they couldn't execute. Yeah, I, I, kind, I of kind of agree, agree with, that. with that. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. I mean, you've got Arnold with the comic relief. He becomes comic relief because. Yeah. You know, his O'Hara partner is sick, yeah. so he has to fill in for so the teacher. So now here's this huge Austrian guy trying to teach yeah. six-year-olds, but he can't speak English himself. He's trying to teach little kids about the A's and the B's and the C's. So now feels like a good time to grade him as a teacher. All we right. can go through all the different things. Um, you took a lot of really good notes. What did you think of him as a teacher? Well, like the first thing he does, after after he gets destroyed the first day, because he walked into it thinking he could handle it. And I got to tell you, me personally, that's my worst nightmare. Being a teacher? Is having a kindergarten to be a, te- teacher? a kindergarten teacher. I don't, <laughs> I don't like kids that much, you know. I can handle my own family. Yeah. That's fine. But if you, if you like, surround me with, like, three kids that They're are, climbing that on are you. between eight, six and eight years old, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I'm going to have to, do, you know, something You have to fall happen. face first yeah. on the mattress when you get yeah. back to the hotel room. Like don't, Arnold. Put, don't put me in charge of your children. I can handle my nephew. That's, like, it. That's just one kid. Well, I think he was, he tried, right? I mean, he tried pretty hard. He didn't know what to do. Yeah. But he came back to his police tactics of using this whistle. Right. So the next day he comes back with a police whistle and basically turns him into little soldiers, which I don't know how effective of a kindergarten teaching method that is. The, the first thing that I noticed that was really funny was when he, he had no idea what he was doing. And the first day they have a fire drill. 
Oh, yeah. Everyone's running like it's the end of the world. Yeah, it's a fire. It's a fire. Get up. And he was going and screaming, and all the kids were going nuts, and he's carrying them out. And then the the principal's out there, and she's so disappointed in their time. And she's hoping that he quits. Now, I want to talk about the logistics of how the hell he became this teacher. They had to fire or take her out. Leave of absence. The real teacher. Yeah. Because they said, oh, I just was told that a police officer is going to come in here, and I'm not allowed to know anymore. Yeah. Now, don't you think that they would have questioned him or try to find out more. I know like principals are pretty protective of their kids. Sure. Especially young that, kids, elementary I, schools. I don't think that would have flown. No. Do you? I mean, I don't think they would have done that without an explanation. Right, because the uh, the female teacher, she had she had a, a background in teaching. Yeah. Before she like became a Like an actual cop. teacher. Right. So that was how it was agreed upon. Right. That he just walks into the principal's office like out of nowhere saying, "Oh, sorry, it's not going to be her. It's going to be me." Oh yeah, I have I have some I have a background in teaching. No paperwork, no phone calls were made. Here you, you know go. Who, Here's you, the keys to the classroom. You know who else pulls one over on this principal? Yeah, Crisp in the end when he's like, "Oh, I want to interview for schools for my yeah. kid," and he his picture should have been plastered yeah. everywhere. Should have been wanted when they knew that he was coming. Yeah, right. So anyway, Arnold's a crappy so, teacher. Don't send your kids to Astoria Elementary, people. <laughs> if you're if you're listening in Oregon and you got like a youngin, like four years old. Think about it before you send him there. There's a montage of him teaching the kids and yeah. going through this training regimen where he's got the whistle out. He's got the ferret. He's yeah. got the ferret. Whatever it is. He's got that. He's trying to teach him how much time passes. See, I want to say it's like two days. It looked like a lot more, though. I, but it's not. It couldn't have been. And another grape I have is is he's wearing sweatpants in one of the scenes of the montage. <laughs> it's like a gym teacher. Are thing. you wearing sweatpants to uh, can you is that acceptable? He had a he, no, he had a boating sweater, so it's good. A boating good. sweater with sweatpants. Yeah, he didn't have boat shoes on though. See, I don't, I, I don't know fashion in the nineties. Maybe that was a thing, <laughs> but it was just flat out ridiculous to me. So yeah, he's teaching him how to skip tires. He's teaching him how to go through obstacle courses. He's teaching him how to pick up toys and bring them back to the carpet. <laughs> bring it back <laughs> to the carpet. These but, kids aren't learning very much, are they? No, but he strike it as, hey, we're gonna go in here for a couple of days. We're gonna find her and then we're gonna leave. Yeah. I feel like that was really poor planning yeah. on their part because they had no idea other than, oh, she's might be a teacher there. She might be someone there, someone's right. parent. They didn't know, I guess, she was the teacher. So so what are his tactics to find this kid? So he walks in there, second day, it's who is your daddy and what does he do, right? Which I don't know if that would fly either. If a kid goes home and tells the parents, like, yeah. hey, they were asking about daddy today. Yeah. It's and kind then, of aggressive. And that's when you kind of learn some of the personalities of the kids our mom says our dad is a real sex machine. Boys my, have a <laughs> boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. My dad's a gynecologist and stares at vaginas all day. The one guy, one kid thinks everybody's gonna die. This, that, and the other thing. I think is it's a doctor or something, op, uh, surgeon, some type of surgeon of some sort. Yeah, and you, and you learn all, you learn all these personalities. Uh, the one kid is dad hits him, which is very sad. The mom, the one mom. So the one they kind of lead you astray, right? They yeah. lead you to think that it might be a couple people. Yeah. The one is the kid who's getting beat. Right. It's like, oh, because you're the viewer. Think about it from the first time you're listening. To, you're watching this movie and you're thinking, all right, who who is who's the parent here? Which kid is this? Yeah. And looking back on it, you got to think, OK, it's obviously Dominic because they put him front row and center. He's right. like the main yeah, he's kid. right there. You yeah. know, now I don't know if you watch this movie without a preview. Well, here's the key. Here's what you know it's him. Is at the end of his first day where he's wiped out and all the yeah. kids leave, little Dominic comes back into the room and says... What a jerk, man. He's like, oh, man, old teacher's better than you. My mom's a teacher here. She's better than you. Everyone's this guy's better, better than, than you. you. That guy's better than you. 
And like once they show, give that kid extra screen time alone. Obviously, that's the kid. Can I call that kid a dick? Am I allowed? Yeah. That kid's a dick. By the way, the kid's also a bad actor. I disagree with you on that. See, but we'll disagree on that. Yeah, I I didn't like that kid for one second. I thought he did a hell of an acting job in the end when he was in the bathroom and he had his mouth covered and they were like, he looked like he was kidnapped. He was like, help! He looked like he was kidnapped. And look, wouldn't it have been great if like they did show him crisp the whole time and they were doing the scene and they pretended like he was like, just they told Chris to go get him. He doesn't know you're coming. Yeah. Go get him and take him upstairs. You Maybe know? that's what they did yeah. because he looked Get the realistic scream. Make the kid afraid. He looked legitimately stranger. Dude, that kid probably has PTSD yeah. after right. that because Chris looks scary that's as why, hell. That's why he acted well in that scene is because he actually thought he was being abducted I think, look, by I'm, this crazy haired ponytail psycho. I mean, when you got the final yeah. boss of the internet yeah. chasing you, <laughs> which if no one's seen that picture, I encourage you all to go Google the final boss of the internet because we'll post that on the on the yeah, we'll have to post on that. the page too because that picture is legitimately Cullen Crisp. Yeah. And I saw that a long time ago before, you know, I had started rewatching this movie and seeing that picture just reminded me of Crisp. It's right. like that's totally the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop. Right. So you got the final boss of the internet chasing you before the internet even exists. Yeah, that's pretty bad. You know, yeah. this is like, this is like cutting edge stuff here. So that's why the kid's a good, don't give me the kid's a good actor. He's All better right. than the jerk. And I'm going to say jerk. Jerk. From Jingle All the Way. You call a six-year-old kid a jerk? No, I don't. I called the other kid a dick, you know? I mean, but if, if that kid had been acting in this movie, maybe I would have liked it a little bit. Oh, better, man. Right? I'm going to disagree with you on that one. But anyway, so other than that, who is your daddy? What does he do? They don't really show Arnold doing that many investigative features. You know, he, he compares a few notes. He talks about a few notes with his partner back at the motel. But other than yeah. that, is really thing. How does he find the kid? He starts hitting on the, he starts hitting on the third grade teacher across Creepy, the hall. Creepy, man. Creepy. That's how he found out. She was into him from day one. Yeah. And that was creepy, yeah. too. They showed a look, right? She shared a look with them. Like, before they even spoke a word to each other, she was like, oh, look at this guy. So, we got the, the teacher across the hall who just so happens to be the ex-wife of Crisp and the mother of Dominic, the kid that he's actually what looking for. What a coincidence. For. Right. And I like the subplot of, that's not really spoken of, is that Arnold ends up having a romantic relationship with Colin's ex-wife. And possible new father to the kid that he's looking for and trying to kidnap. Now that's personal. That's if it wasn't personal bad. before, it's goddamn personal right now. He's going after that. He's trying to be a daddy to call it like to his mortal enemy. That's like so he's stealing the life. Yeah, that's the gut punch right there. Say you have a mortal enemy. Say you hated my guts. What's the worst thing you could do to me besides kill me or Steal put me your in jail? Family. Steal my family, your wife and your kid. Right. That's, That's what he's doing, but they don't they don't even talk about that. Crisp isn't even mad about that. So do you think that's a little bit why he kind of likes her a little bit too? Like he kind he so he was into her, right? He was into her a well, little bit. He was into her before he knew. But when he found out, do you think it made him like really into her? I think it like, like it, it turned him on even more. Let's get the wedding bells yeah, out, you right. know? Like let's marry this woman and and stick a knife in this guy. He's like, wait a minute. So I have Crisp's Crisp's wife here, and she's she's hot, and this kid's really cool, and I could be his dad and. I don't have my own son, so I need a new son. Yeah, it's like right? he's like went shopping for yeah. a new family. Right, he found a new family. She's got a badass house on the hills. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, she he had no family, so he's going to go shopping for a new one. Just so happens to be Crisp's family. That's the ultimate gut punch, man. Yeah. That's the ultimate gut punch. Right. But the one thing I want to tell you about, we're talking about, still we're talking about Arnold as a teacher. Yeah. When he gets introduced and all the kids are like, hey, hey, mom, that's the new kindergarten yeah. teacher. Right. I, we need to induct a lot of people yes. into the creep hall oh, of shame yeah. here. And usually we induct guys in because 
guys are usually extra creepy. Sure. But I'm putting all these moms. Yes. That were all married into the creep hall of oh, shame they, today. They take a look at Arnold and they're like, just like the, just like Joyce. Joyce I'm indu- inducting them. So they get a look at Arnold and they first see Arnold. He's walking around. He's got this freaking t-shirt on. Dude, he has Scott Steiner arms yeah, right he's there. Got, he's got the extra medium on and he's just busted out of this thing. <laughs> he had softballs in his arms. And let me tell you, I'm not jealous of Arnold. Don't get it twisted as I this. Am. I think he's ugly. He's not a very good looking <laughs> he's man. He's a weird looking dude. He's got like the gap tooth thing going on. He's got the weirdest mouth of all that's time. Part of his charm. Right? And that's fine. That's who he is. Just because he has muscles doesn't mean that like he's just some hot guy that every girl has to go after, right? Every mom, every middle-aged mom. That's why it's creepy, because right. they're just into him for his looks. Right. They know nothing about this guy. He could have been beating the kids for all they know. They'll put a bag over his head. They, they just, just love some action, yeah. right? Well, the one lady was like, oh, I didn't wear makeup today. I didn't wear makeup. They're yeah. like, what? What? Like, She's like, I'm not married. You yeah. guys are. Right. The other people were disappointed, too. And the other the other wife is like trotting around on your... At her, Bringing the pony Bringing in. Bringing the pony around. She looked like, like Tony Soprano's Bad wife or eyelashes. Yeah. Right? She had like the, the mafia look going yeah. on and she had the money. So they started taking it down the trail of maybe it's her. Right. You know, but it wasn't her. And that's another thing about this movie. They try to steer you in different directions about who this. The fake out. The kid possibly is before they actually reveal it and who the parent is, the mother. I didn't believe for a second that it was any of these people. Like it was so obvious. Like maybe yeah. they were trying to hide it, but I feel like they kind of were for a second. It was clear from day one. Like, it was so obvious. So, with all these women loving him, let's talk about him as a lover. Now, oh. I want you to know, not hold back here, okay? We're going to talk about Arnold as a lover. Strong with the weight room. Strong with the badge gun. Strong with the bedroom? I don't know. I don't think we got to find that out in this one, but... I think we found out. You know how we found out? How? Well, we both... Again, this is another one thing when we compare notes, we said the exact same yes. thing. Yes, we did. About how awkward it is to see Arnold kiss another woman. He looked so robotic. Right? He looked like the Terminator. Yeah. Now, he doesn't have to share that many on-screen kisses in any of his movies. No, I can't remember many of them But he had all. a couple in this one. And it was, it was, I wish I didn't see it. That's like the definition of cringeworthy yeah. to me. It yeah. was really awkward. Because he's got that mouth. It's so weird. I also love, and maybe we need to indu- induct him into the creep hall. I, I kind of feel like he can't close his mouth and the girl's just kissing his teeth. Yeah. She, right? was, she was <laughs> gap tooth. Yeah. French, t- like, French kissing go, the gap tooth. The, the actress goes in for the kiss and she gets teeth and she's like, ugh. <laughs> He's all toothy. Yeah, right? But I think we need to induct him into the creep hall of shame too because, and I'm, I know we're skipping around here, but uh, you know, you guys There's, have seen this listen, movie enough times. Uh, yeah, skip around all you want. There's nothing to this movie. And that's true. Yeah. He's a kindergarten teacher. He's a detective. Got to find the kid. And in between, girls have penis. Boys, boys have penis. Well, <laughs> girl, some girls might. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's the twist. But you know, it's it's. There's nothing to this movie. Yeah, it's so, pretty basic. Yeah, but I want to induct him into the creep hall of shame because when he's looking for the money, he's on a date at at uh, Joyce's house. She yeah. invites him over for dinner. Right. They're having a romantic dinner. The kid what falls is, in love with him immediately, oh, too. It was yeah. like Charlie Conway style right, there, but exactly. like almost even worse because he's like five years old, right. this kid. He can get attached real easy. He was really attached. Yeah. And and he was his teacher. It wasn't like a hockey coach. Like, this is a guy that he sees every single day. Yeah, of his eight life. hours a day. Absolutely. Yeah. But what does he do? 
He goes upstairs. He starts rummaging through her personal stuff, trying to find the money that wait, is wait, wait, stolen. Wait. How personal of stuff? He goes right for the freaking underwear goes drawer, Goes for the man. underwear drawer, the panty drawer. He picks one up, looks at it. Does he sniff it? I don't, I don't think Dude, he did. He, he spent a little bit longer than he probably should yeah. have in there. It's like, oh, what is this? Let me look at this. Oh, wait, no, this isn't evidence. It's, he it's, knew what he was yeah. doing. He used that as an excuse. Hey, maybe she hide, hide you know, $3 million in this right? underwear drawer yeah, here. exactly, yeah. Maybe she has crisp. Creep. Crisp's phone number in the underwear drawer. Creep. No, yeah. She she's uh she's like a he's like he's like a five point seven on the creep scale. Yeah. Just for going straight first place he checked was the underwear drawer. Yeah, he gets five point seven. I think that he doesn't have much chemistry with this woman either. It's it's very awkward, isn't it? He doesn't it? have much chemistry with any woman in any movie he's in. Yeah. I mean so. I'm thinking back to like Total Recall, you yeah. know, and Sharon Stone's pretty bo- beautiful woman. Yeah. Like he wants a divorce. Right. Yeah, and he has a wife in true lives with Jamie Lee Curtis, but it's kind of like Not a loveless marriage. Yeah, they're kind of all the you know, all the downs, so Yeah. It's just I, awkward. I just thought she wasn't very good. And I don't know. And it, it, I think one point that um as we said in the last episode, the last wife had said to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she said that it's kind of funny because he's known for this sex scandal of him being like this Don Juan. Yeah. But in movies, he's so awkward and rigid and, and robotic. Like yeah. he doesn't really look like a lovable type of guy. No, he's he's all business most of the time. And I think that that's interesting because it's a good contrast of his family versus, right. you know, his movie acting. Right, and even, I remember, watch a jiggle all the way. I mean, there was no there was no kind of chemistry with his no. wife whatsoever. Again, in the movie where they, he was on the outs with his wife because he wasn't attentive and he wasn't in the kid's life. I mean, they, there was no love there either. And I think that Arnold... No chemistry. He was trying to get Crisp's wife because he knew what he was doing. But I think she had one of the worst strategies, as you kind of mentioned earlier. You know, I don't know if he's attracted to this, you know, like just the danger of it. But you mentioned it before. She had zero strategy for what she was doing. She's running from town to town, escaping this guy. She was scared. She was. But you know what? Maybe you should go to the police and say, hey, yeah. there is no money. I right. told you. Well, like, yeah, we, we do. We come to find out that there is no money. It was a rumor started by Chris. To get the hitman after her, right? Yeah, right. So, yeah. So she's she's done no, nothing wrong. And it's just the fact of Chris is out to get her. And, and zero chemistry to the point where, okay, he basically says, I'm a cop. You're in danger. Yeah. He's coming for you. He's out. Yeah. You know, Cindy's dead. Right. You're going down. We got to get you out of here. And she flips out. She says, I'm going to leave, but she doesn't leave. She tries to run. Yeah. Terrible strategy. Yeah. But she goes back to the house to get all this random stuff and just leave. It's like, where are you going to go? You have no money. You have nothing. Yeah. Not the brightest or sharpest tool in the shed. No. And I didn't really like that part. No, so it, it didn't. It didn't make a whole lot of you're, you're convincing me of changing my opinion here. It's not a very good movie. Is you're it? talking me through it. Yeah. See, and I like this movie I, a lot. I don't have to, see. I don't even have to try hard. It's just we're just talking about the movie, and you're like, you're, you, I see the light bulb coming up. It's, like, it's yeah, like, no, I yeah, can see it. Yeah. I, like, I don't have a mirror in front of myself, yeah. but I can feel my face turning into the face that you're seeing right yeah. now. It's like, yeah. it's very much coming alive. Of this isn't really that great. I think, like you said, the idea of it right. is a lot better than the execution. So, anything else on Arnold or or, or his lover? No, I, I think we should start talking about Crisp All right, let's because get to Crisp. Crisp is is kind of the main event. For me, the main event, the big bad guy, who's not really that big and bad at all, is he? Well, no, but he's kind of bad. But I guess you know what? You know what's scary about him is he's like a, he's blank, he's expressionless, cold-blooded killer, and he's completely subservient to his mother. That's true. So that's kind of scary. He'll do anything, and if there's one thing that's evil, it's an evil mother. She had 
the Skeletor look going on, she did. man. She looked like a skeleton or a corpse. Yes. She's she re- evil. She reminded me of the quote-unquote fake mother of Fester in the Addams Family yeah. movie, right? She kind of felt the same, too. Like, she yeah. did a lot of the same like things. She's like, like, she has it completely wrapped around his figure, her figure, so. Where do you rank him? We, we briefly talked about it, but where do you rank this guy on the villain scale? See, I feel like it's an incomplete because, like we were talking about before, if the beginning of this movie was a different movie and not Kindergarten Cop, if the beginning of this movie was like, uh, I don't know, Disappearance, or I can't even, I'm, I can't think of a title of a name. Another title, not Kindergarten Cop. Taken? And it's Taken. Yeah, this movie was Taken. <laughs> taken, the and, prequel? And he, yeah, and he was the one that had took, right, Dominic? <laughs> no, no take backs? No take backs. And <laughs> this movie could have just flourished. Yeah. Right? But again, and we also talked about this. The movie has a Lifetime movie quality it to does. it. The quality right? of it feels like Lifetime. It, it screams it. Right. Like I mean, the, from the acting the to acting, the, like, the shots. The story of the teacher falls for the, for the mother. The fact that the villain isn't in it very much, but when they are, they're given very stock things to it's do. Like very rigid and, yeah. and robotic. Right. And even the dialogue. But I agree with you. Yeah. I think this has the Lifetime movie aspect written all over it, and it... it, it it doesn't really succeed in painting the picture of Crisp as yeah. this evil dude. But, I wish he had more screen time. But now having said that, I'm going to give him like a 3.8. You're going to give him a 3? I'm, I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going to give him a 5. Based on potential. I think the fact that he shot that guy in cold blood yeah. and threw the gun in the back of a garbage truck. Yeah. And it's pretty badass. I think he also gets an extra point for his hair. Yeah. And the suits that he wears. He's got the look down. And Don't the fact that he stole that christmas present or whatever the birthday present yes. from that kid see that the, was that was the only time where he was got he got the shine where he he flexed his his money muscles around to the local trying to get the racetrack for his kid but it was sold out told him i'll, I'll quadruple your whatever this guy's selling the guy says no violence right. aside i think that guy made a mistake should have should have taken the money that track wasn't that good and he offered him like 300 bucks can, can i tell you something that yeah. kid's gonna play with that for two days. Yeah, and three hundred bucks yeah. in nineteen ninety yeah. is like you know that's some pretty good cash. Could have right bought there. a Nintendo with that. He could have right? bought three Nintendos. Could have bought that an NES. I think the kid would so, like that better. So I'm gonna give him a three point eight, but there's room for improvement. But it's really an incomplete because this is a really badass character that didn't have his didn't have time to shine. Yeah, and he was ultimately ultimately thwarted by a ferret. So <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. Right. So I we're exactly he on the same loses page. Loses points for that. Do you think that there's a scenario where Crisp wasn't really the ultimate bad guy and it was really the mom kind of pulling the strings and he's more the muscle, like I feel a like Bane it, I scenario? Feel like it, I feel like it is the scenario. Like Dark Knight Rises type yeah, thing? Sure. That's a great That's a great uh, comparison because the ultimate, like, who's the last person to die in this movie? It's the mother. Yeah. The mother was the last, like, Crisp died before the mother did. Yeah. Or the mother didn't die. She was beaten with a bat. She's probably alive. So she's, she's the, the main bad, probably. Well, she looks scary, too, and she also has that cold, yeah. like, look about her. She runs over O'Hara with a Cadillac. Right. Like a Cadillac Eldorado. She runs her over, and then she's, like, walking through the school, and she's pissed that her son's dead. But she didn't look that upset. <laughs> she looked more upset that the kid wasn't in her clutches, you know? And it seemed like she was trying to steal this kid, and maybe he was just the muscle. Maybe yeah. she was, you know, he was the means to the end. Like, we got to get this grandson. She was buying all the medicines for him. Uh-huh. You know, she was very creepy. Yeah. You know, she bought bought the rectal thermometer and Crisp yeah. had an issue with that. Right. But, but when he had an issue, he vocalized it. She shot him down. Oh, man. And he was like, yes, ma'am. 
that was so many awkward, words, right? right? So she she she's called the shots. Here. She administered the drugs she, to Cindy. Dare I say she is the big baller and or the shot caller she, in this relationship. <laughs> she really is. Yeah. So I think it was really really more her than Crisp as the bad guy, and you can kind of ultimately say that he was kind of the villain. Yeah. We talked a little bit about the end game. What what the hell is their end game? I mean, are they gonna? Get this kid, and then all of a sudden, what do they do? Like, how long before he's bored of actually being a father? Right. That's another thing they don't touch on. Is like, all you know is the mother and Crisp want Dominic. They want little Colin Jr. They're going to steal him back. They're going to get him back, back home to dad, back to the family. She wants to be a grandmother. What does that even mean? They're busy running a drug empire. Who's going to take care of this kid? They don't have time to take care of a kid. And the kid's already six years old. He already, he's already a good kid. You can tell he has a kind heart. He has, he's, he's beyond the years where he could be brainwashed. Well, that's the thing. Like I wrote down in my notes, the difference between stealing a baby and a small adult, because that's what this kid is, Yeah, is that the kid is basically a prisoner at this point. Right. He's not going to change his ways. The dad's not going to convince he's him gonna, to take over the family business. He's going to try to run away. That's, that's exactly he's right. He's smart enough to want to try to run away. I don't know. I think the final assault was kind of lazy too. It's just, I'm going to go and start a fire in the library. Yeah. And light some books on fire. Yeah, I mean, Poor, he, he he put he put the artwork on fire. That's kind of it's kind of sad. It's kind of messed it was up. A nice picture. Someone painted it. Was a picture a really of a nice family picture. too, and he just burned it. He was like, See, "That's how much he cares that about was family a little values." Symbolism there, man. Yeah, he was right? burning away family values. Yeah. But yeah, the final the final assault, chase it into the to the kid's bathroom. Another thing, like, like I said, like I just remember this as a kid. Like I was like on the edge of my seat, and I felt like the scene was like ten minutes long remembering it as a kid but you watch it again it's like two minutes it's over before it starts i also thought a funny line and and there's nothing funny about domestic violence i want to preface it by saying that okay but crisp was such a bad dude yeah he tries to justify hitting the woman he's like the kid was upset he started to cry he's like oh i had to do it she made me do it that's such a thing that an abuser would say to justify she made me hit hit her justify the action which doesn't fly in anybody's book but it's so commonly used out of love out of love. And I said this before, but this dude, they know he's coming. Why don't they have his picture plastered everywhere? Yeah. That's j- another shoddy police the jig, work. Is, the jig is up. Yeah. They know they're cops. Let's go here. Yeah. I mean, they, they could have put the picture everywhere. Yeah. You know, they had the ability to do it yeah. and they failed. Crisp is out of jail and he's coming. So. I, I don't know. I'm a little disappointed now that we've actually talked through it. And I watched this movie like a hundred times, right. but now you're convincing me. You're uh, yeah. convincing me. It's, it's easy. I don't, ha- I, don't have to, I don't have to work hard. I still enjoyed it. Oh, but, sure. But yeah, let me tell you how, let me tell you how it makes it better. Let, let's hear it. Let's I can, I can it. fix this movie. Make it better. All right. We fix movies here. We try to sometimes when necessary. You do a good job. Right. Let's hear it. Here's my, here's my theory. Here's what we need here. First of all, the beginning scene would crisp cut shoots the guy that gives him the information about his son. Yeah. Let's just have him not shoot him, okay? Okay. He could, like, he could be forceful. He could be physical. Like, say the guy doesn't want to give the information away. He could be physical with him, maybe threaten him, pulls the information out of the guy. And all of a sudden, Chris has the information, knows where he's going to get his son. He's desperate to get this information. So the movie goes along, and let's not have it kindergarten cop, okay. all right? Let's just have it Kimball versus Arnold Schwarzenegger as John Kimball. Sounds like a good movie. Right, versus, versus Crisp. So we get to learn more about Chris. We get to learn more about Kimble. See Kimble bumble around, bury leads, ruin things, disobey his bosses, make it a standard cop thriller, right? <laughs> it sounds like Last Action Hero. Right. But all the while, let's be ambiguous about whether Colin is a bad guy or not. 
That's true. Maybe he's a drug dealer. Okay, that's a bad thing. Maybe he's not a kingpin. Maybe he's caught up in the game. Maybe his mother <laughs> is making him do it. All right? I like this. Maybe there's someone else that is ahead of this game. That is even ahead of his mother. Like eviler? Eviler, if eviler. you will. Yes. So long story short, we, 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 we go through the movie like this. All of a sudden, we find this kid... He's trying, he's trying, like, he's right on the cusp of getting Dominic, and it's scary because you don't want him to get him. It's the bad guy. They'll let the bad guy get the kid. Come to find out, he's trying to save the kid because this Joyce Palmieri, who is so good at faking, faking <laughs> names and coming up with aliases, the mother is the drug kingpin. She's king the pin. drug kingpin? Yes. Oh, man. And Arnold's been chasing the wrong person the whole time. Do you see my brains on the side of the yeah. wall here? Explode. Mind blown, right? I like it. I love yeah. it. So. Colin Crisp is trying to save his son's life from the evil drug lord Joyce Palmieri. Joyce Palmieri and Joyce Palmieri's evil mother-in-law. That's why she. Ha- that's why she has the, yes. the, the, the alias, right? She's why so else good would she at change it? her name? She's so good at it. How'd she afford that big house in the hills? Oh, it's a friend's house that she so conveniently had an excuse for. Man, I've seen the substitute. I know how teachers can be. Yeah. You know, I've seen Ernie Hudson, right. Dirty, you know, sure. Juan Lacus. Yeah, you know, student. Uh-huh. Dirty principal. You don't. You don't. You don't suspect the woman to be the drug lord. Where's the best place to sell drugs? In a school. <laughs> In a school. Get them young, right? These kids are like five years old. Hook them early. Now let's do a reboot of this movie. And can we make this the movie? I like it, man. Right? We need to call up Ivan Reitman. But that's the thing. Like, we don't, there's no reboot needed because Kindergarten Cop is the wrong idea. The characters are in place for a great movie here. I feel. I, they made the Lifetime movie instead. They put Arnold with a bunch of six year olds. Sold a lot of sold a lot of tickets, and it worked. Good for them. But uh, I think you're exactly right. And we, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it is a Lifetime movie. Yeah. It's got every aspect of a Lifetime movie. Sure. And I, again, I still enjoyed it. Sure. But you're because, convincing because, me that it's not as good as I think Arnold it is. Because Arnold as a kindergarten teacher is funny. And the beginning of the movie, before he became a became kindergarten cop, is kind of badass. Yeah. Right? It's only 10 minutes, but it's a badass 10 minutes. Well, let's talk about what happens after real quick. Yeah. Without rebooting it. But in this movie and this universe... What happens after this? Does he go back to policing or does he get his certification? He certainly uh, looked like he wanted to come back. I feel like he doesn't want to be a cop anymore. He doesn't look like he does, but he, I feel like he's going to get so damn bored of being a teacher. I don't know. Yeah, because remember when he's when he's gathering the witness, Cindy, yeah. from the opening scene that we played in the beginning of this movie, to get to her, he shot up an entire crack house. Yeah. Like he shot action, it up with man. a shotgun. How's he going to give that up? Like, yeah. So if you're capable of doing that and you get off on it, I don't think a, a kindergarten teacher is going to cut it after no year two. Way. After the kids just keep whining and keep complaining, the kids, they're always going to be six years old. They're always going to be little jerks. Well, and that's the thing. The thing with these kids is he has this attachment because he likes the mom and he yeah. had this traumatizing situation. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm telling you September 5th, whatever day they start the next yeah. year, he's yeah. going to be like. Oh my God, this was a terrible decision. I made decision. a terrible mistake. This was a terrible decision. <laughs> he's going to give that up real quick. And then he poses as a cop. He's an undercover kindergarten cop posing as a cop. <laughs> he's, maybe that's his thing. He goes to other schools and he becomes a kindergarten that teacher. That doesn't but even make sense, cop. but they would make it. They would make it. <laughs> anyway, well, I don't want to beat a dead horse. This movie was what it was. Yeah. I want to get to the game. But uh, yeah, still enjoyed it, but... Let's let's be real. I want to get to this game because I know we don't have much time left. Let's do it. But I want you tell me about your game. Now I have no prior knowledge of this. I have no idea what you're about to ask. So I open. I started this game as as I bring it up here on my uh, on my tablet here. Let me get loaded. 
So I went through and I was trying to think, how could I justify the name John Kimball as a kindergarten teacher? Yeah, I was, you know, that's what we didn't touch on. Yeah. Is the, the validity of John Kimball. Well, this is the perfect timing for yeah. you because I might give you a chance right. to analyze names of characters from movies from Arnold. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lump him in with his buddies. Okay. Right. I'm going to give you Arnold. I'm yeah. going to give you Steven Seagal. Oh, man. And I'm going to give you Van Damme. All right. Okay. Now, I pulled movies and they're from a wide range of dates. I'll start you with an easy one. So here's an example. Okay. I'm going to tell you the guy, the character's name. You're right. not going to know who the actor is or the movie or the occupation. Okay. But the point of this is for me to tell you the name. So I'm going to say, hey, John Kimball. So what you, do you think you is... You want o- me to say undercover cop, detective, kindergarten yeah. teacher. You give me his or, occupation. And, and it's Arnold. Right. And it's you Arnold. give me his occupation and the actor. The occupation of the character. Not the movie name, but the occupation of yeah. the character. Got it. So I'll give you John Kimball as an example. So you tell me he's a detective and it's Arnold. Detective John Kimball yeah. and it's Arnold. So you're going to be telling who, bonus who's Bonus points movie. if I get the movie. Yeah. If Got you it. get the movie, bonus points. Listen, okay. Got a game for me. I am the game. I won't, right? I won't score this, okay? But right. I'll, I'll start you off with an easy one. All right. Harry Tasker. Harry Tasker is Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is also a... Um, it's not CIA, but it's from True That's Lies. That's close enough. Yeah, CIA. Okay. And also a computer salesman. And a computer salesman. Okay. Undercover computer salesman. John, and a horrible husband. Here, next one. Right. John Kruger. John Kruger is also Arnold. What's his occupation? It's also Arnold. John Kruger. Commando? No, it's he's a U.S. Marshal from Eraser. Eraser? Nobody's seen Eraser. Okay. Now, I'm going to go back in time here with this one. All right. Okay. By the way, John Kruger should be a teacher. Yeah, John Kruger. Yeah. Okay. Gino Fellino. Gino is a total Steven Seagal name. <laughs> All right. And I think What's his occupation? I think he's out for justice. Yes, he is. He is out for Your justice. bonus points, man. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What, uh, what's his occupation? He is a... There's not, only a few things I'm that I'm not going to say is. Navy SEAL, because no. he goes to that well a lot. He Less is, professional than that. He's he's just um, he's just a detective. NYPD detective. NYPD detective, yep. Because he's wearing jeans. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the puffer jacket. Yeah. All right, next. Alan Schaefer. Alan Schaefer. He has a nickname. I'll give you the nickname if you don't know off the top of your head. His nickname See, is Dutch. It's not Van Damme. Van no. Damme is not an Allen. No. That's uh it's it's Schwarzenegger. Yes. What movie? Or his what's nick- his what's his occupation? His nickname is Dutch? Yeah. Alan Dutchman sounds like Alan Dutch Schaefer. Alan Dutch Schaefer. Yeah. Oh. Alan Dutch Schaefer is a fighter pilot? He's a military major from Predator. Oh. <laughs> I I, see, they call him Dutch. I, sh- I should have known that All one. Right. I'm so bad at myself. Next. All right, I'm failing. Ivan Danko. That's that's uh, that's Van Damme all the way. No, wrong. What? Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. He is a captain in Red Heat. This is a Russian. It's like the. No, it's funny. I've never seen Red Heat. It's not very good. Shame on me. It's not very good at all. I should skip that one. (laughs) All right, next, Oren Boyd. Oren, that's Steven Seagal. Yeah. Detective. Exit wounds. He is a urban police detective, yes. according to Wikipedia. Exit wounds. Exit wounds. Okay. With DMX. Next. Gordy Gordon Brewer. Gordy. Gordy Gordon Brewer. Gordy is a uh, Schwarzenegger. Yes. Ah. Gordon Brewer. Gordy. He's Damn not in the military. I'll give you that. Damn it. It's a firefighter for the LA firefighters. Ah, such a fool. Next. I'm going to trick you here. All right. Sasha Petrosevich. Sasha Petrosevich. Van Damme? Nope. 
Sasha. Well, that's not that's not a man's name. Steven Seagal is a Russian car thief in Half Past Dead. Half Past Dead. That's the one with Jaw Rule, right? Yes. That he's was the jail. last major release. He's movie in jail, that he was right? In. They yeah. got to break he's out. He's in jail. They bust him out. Sasha. All right. I'll go a little that's faster bullshit. here. Kurt Sloan. Kurt Sloan. This is a popular movie. Kurt Sloan. That's Van Damme. Yes. In, I want to say. I gotta put music behind this. Double team? No, kickboxer. Kickboxer. He was a corner man turned kickboxer to avenge his brother. See, I, I didn't think kickboxer was a Kurt. Okay, I'm gonna skip a couple of these. All right. Um, I'm failing, by the way. I'm <laughs> terrible at this. This is a hard game. I thought I'd be really good at this. This is a hard game. Yeah. I, I try to trick you, so I'm picking some picking some tough ones. No, I should know this. This is bull. So, how about for the the rest of these? Just guess what you think the occupation would be. Okay. Whether it's a cop or or a a like police officer. Yeah. All right, Darren McCord. Darren McCord is a total cop. He, he walks a beat. Close. And it's in Chicago. He's a Canadian-born Pittsburgh firefighter <sighs> in sudden death. <laughs> yeah, the goalie. Yes, and a goalie, <laughs> which goalie. we have to do that movie. Yeah. If anyone hasn't seen that movie, watch it now because we're going to do it at some point. Stops a breakaway sudden in Game death. 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals and saves the building from being blown up. Great movie. Yes. Much in line with our Roadhouse one. All right. Nico Toscani. That's, uh, that's definitely Seagal. Yes. And uh, Nico Toscani is a retired mob affiliate. Nope. He's a detective from the Chicago PD. Above the law. Above the law. So obvious. There you go. I'll give you this other one. Here's another Seagal one. You yeah. tell me what his occupation is. All right. Jack Taggart. Jack Taggart. He... Oh, Taggart. Taggart's a, a detective. EPA agent in Fire Down Below. Well, they, they screwed that up. Because... <laughs> Because Taggart, that's his, you call him Taggart. Here's an easy one for you. And he's suspended because he's a loose cannon. Here's an easy one for you. John Matrix Schwarzenegger. John Matrix Schwarzenegger. You said it already. That's Commando. Yeah. Yeah, that's from Commando. Retired Delta Force. Yeah. yeah. Last one here. Forrest Taft. It's Seagal. What's his occupation? Forrest Taft is a, he is a, I want to say, he's, He's a vigilante, and his his uh, wife died, was killed, <laughs> and he is a uh, pastry chef. He is a oil fire specialist, <laughs> <laughs> which is what Wikipedia said on the, yeah. on the thing. It was from On Deadly Ground. On Deadly Ground, yeah. yeah. Which is a very boring movie for <laughs> Seagal for Seagal purposes. But doesn't it have to do with like fires on like oil platforms yeah, or something? Not, that's not one of Seagal's best. No. I remember that one. You, you can't have him as an environmentalist. No, you know, yeah. he needs to be like an ex cop, an ex CIA agent. Yeah, a lot of downtime know, in that. Like a prisoner, he's got to go in. Seagal's always an ex something. Yeah, he's always an ex. Whatever it is. What's the one where he falls asleep? He goes into the coma and he wakes up. With That's the hard beard. to kill. Hard to kill. That's hard to kill. I love that. Oh one. yeah. I didn't. I didn't, I left out Casey Ryback. Um, and the last one that I had for you, I don't know if you've seen this movie, was Chance Boudreaux. That's Van Damme. Van Damme, Chance Boudreaux. That sounds so freaking familiar. He's an out of work Cajun merchant seaman, <laughs> apparently, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> That one, that one's in our target. That's a great movie. I've seen that. The, that, the second half of that movie is so ridiculous. Yeah, that's it's, where he jumps over the car, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's he jumps over the car and starts doing like karate moves at the guy. <laughs> he does like five roundhouses in a row. So we need to either in a future episode do some of these movies or watch a bunch of them and do a collective ridiculous I think that'd action be movie 
action movie ex- extravaganza. Like maybe a Van Damme extravaganza because there's yeah. not a lot of going on in those movies, but right. there's a lot going on in those movies, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. I think we could do Seagal with the same thing because yeah. all the, the storylines are about the same. Yeah, they Someone kind of, got they kind of bleed together. Somebody yeah. got killed. He's got to yeah. come back out. Right. Oh, i got to save my friend. Where's yeah. Richie? I'm looking for Richie. Somebody killed Richie. You know, so on and so right. forth. Well, well, I you failed. I completely sorry. failed that. Like, you failed really I thought bad. I was going to do so well. And now, like, I lost all credibility. <laughs> but I feel like I still have a little bit because I just made Kindergarten Cop better. The thing is, though, I put you on All Madden here, you know, and you that did. was kind of unfair. You threw me against the Wolves. That was kind of unfair. Yeah. But um, I should I should be up to par, though. I should. I think we should do something like what you said. I think uh, if the listeners are into it, yeah, we should do that. I think there's a lot of material there. And um, we could probably do one of those extravaganzas, yeah. like you said. You put me on All Madden. And then, but it wasn't all, it was like you were, I was playing somebody on the internet and, uh, they kept, they kept putting wide receivers as offensive, defensive linemen. Yeah. And they kept running around the edge and it was cheap and they keep sacking the wide nine. That's what you kept doing. That's the Jason Babin for you. You you kept running the, you kept running the all streaks (laughs) and you kept the under smoke blitz. So I know we always recast these movies. This one has no recast except for one thing. I'm going to say one guy that we didn't even talk about. Very ancillary. It's Phoebe's boyfriend, the the chef that had no role in this movie. No, no reason to be in there at all. I said that we would recast him as Jason Biggs. Because he he's, reminded me of Jason Biggs he's from American and Pie. Stumbled. Yeah, he was hitting Arnold's like casts. His legs yeah. were messed Oops, up. Oh, I dropped the food. It was exactly Jason Biggs to me. He uh, covered his privates up with the pillows. Yeah, goes to the bathroom, comes out in a woman's woman's robe, very Biggs esque. Yeah, if you will. We haven't decided on next week's episode yet. Um, if you guys want to write in, let us know what you think. Uh, we have a couple things in mind, but we won't reveal them at this point. Um, check on social media for us. You can find us at thelastrowpodcast.com. You can follow us at Twitter. I mean, excuse me, on Twitter, at the Last Row Pod. Look for us on Facebook. Or at Twitter, if you think about it. At Twitter. <laughs> um, if you want to write in, let us uh, know what you guys think. We had a, a good submission. Alex wrote to us a, a good story. He said, I work as a concierge and I had the chance to meet Rob Schneider at the hotel, but he did not tip me in fruit strike gum. <laughs> you see, if I were Rob Schneider, I would still carry that joke to this day. Carry fruit strike gum on me at all times. Yeah. And tip people at hotels with fruit stripe gum and then just say, just kidding. And then give them the real tip to see if like maybe 10% of the people get the joke. I hope you get the chance to see him again, Alex. And if you do, you must submit a picture of you giving him fruit stripe gum. You got to tell him, no thanks, sir. I still got a little tip left over. <laughs> and see if he gets it. I don't know if he will. Will he get it? He's going to be thinking about his lines from The Hot Chick. Yeah. Or The Animal. Yeah, Deuce Bigelow. Or Deuce Bigelow, European which Gigolo. is another underrated yeah. movie that we probably will do at some point. Yeah. So anyway, I'm rambling. I know I'm rambling. Do yeah. you have anything else you want to say about this movie before we sign off? Uh, no, I mean, I think we covered all the bases. There's not much to it. And, um, I definitely enjoyed it, even though I didn't think it was very good. I agree with still that. still enjoyable. Same. And that's, that's the key here. Yeah. The movies might not be good, but we'll find a way to make them enjoyable. So check online for us. We're going to reveal our next movie on the internets, the interwebs, yes. and, um, we'll see you guys next time. See ya. See ya.